0: through galatians at the moment and uh, although we are focusing on galatians 5 22 and 23 and the fruits of the spirit we're just reading through galatians so some some of that's pretty tricky um we're fortunate enough in my my small group that we're actually studying galatians at the moment um but um can i encourage you to keep reading back and forth we're not preaching on particularly that passage we're not teaching from that part of scripture um and uh but we'll focus on on galatians 5 um, and a few words, just a few words in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Uh, and well read, Val. And uh, Phil, you read it yours well too, but you only had three verses. So it's not quite as impressive, is it, really? Uh, <laughs> so I've got the short straw there. Anyway, um, well done. Okay, let's get ourselves organised here. Um, we are, uh, as the, has the seasons have turned, haven't they? You know, it's getting cold. We had a fire on last night. Yes yeah. we We're all sitting around in T-shirts and shorts. Uh, it was, wasn't my idea, <clears throat> Michelle. Um, but it was a lovely. It was a lovely feeling, wasn't it? It really was lovely. Anyway, why don't, why don't we pray and uh, we'll uh, ask God to help us as we open His word. Father, we, uh, we thank you for today. We thank you for the, our church that you've drawn us here together. Um, we pray that we would understand your word. We would um, put it into into practice. Would listen carefully. And you help me to speak clearly as well. In Jesus' name, Amen. So it's one of those uh, one of those questions that whether we whether we believe in God or not, we want to know the answer. That is, what's God really like? What's He really like? If He if He really exists then what's he like? Is he some distant, unmoved mover? You know, like a Muslim would believe? Not at all very relational. Is he like that? Or maybe because, perhaps, you know, because God is everywhere, uh, as a a Hindu person would believe, then it depends on which God you're following to work out what God is like. Or in this uh, post-truth climate, where there are alternative facts, I'm not quite sure what any of that actually means, but that's okay. Um, God is simply who you'd like him to be. So God's character, well, that's really up to you then, isn't it? Perhaps God is like the, the mystical force in Star Wars or like a big policeman in the sky who's out to get you. Is that what God's like? So over the last few weeks and a few more to come, We've been uh, we've been thinking and reading about these fruit of the spirit in Galatians five twenty two and twenty three. And what we've been doing? Well, we've been answering that question, haven't we? We've been coming to grips on what God is like. We remember that these are fruit of the spirit. They're fruit of the spirit. You get it. They're fruit of God's spirit. These are characteristics of God's spirit. They are descriptions of God's character. This is what God is like. Here's a neat summary of God's personality. Now, what we want to know, I want to know, is what does that look like in the day-to-day? What does that look like in the flesh, we could say? What does love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness and self-control, I got it, yes. Uh, (laughs) What does that look like in the flesh, in the day-to-day, what does it look like lived out? Well, the answer is it looks like Jesus. That's the answer. It looks like Jesus. The Bible says when we look at Jesus, God's Son, we see God in the flesh. John chapter 1 tells us that. Jesus reveals God to us. God's revealed Himself to us in His Son, the man Jesus Christ, who is fully God and fully man. Jesus said to, says to his disciples, "If you've seen me, you've seen the Father." And in uh, Colossians chapter one, the apostle Paul says that Jesus is the exact representation of His being, meaning God, exact representation. So, therefore, if we, if believers in the Lord Jesus are, as Galatians five told us a couple few weeks back, are being led by that same Spirit, uh, belonging to Christ Jesus. Uh, crucifying the sinful nature, then if we're, we're doing that, then the fruit of the Spirit will grow out of us, like fruit growing out of a vine. We'll see God's character revealed in us, we'll grow to be more like Jesus. So, today, what I want to do, I want us to turn back to Luke chapter 18, 15 to 17, just a few verses. And turn to this incident of, uh, of Jesus and these little children. So have that open in front of you, Luke 18, 15 to 17. Because this incident, and to be honest, yes, like many other, others in the Gospels, they show, it, it shows us God's character. In Jesus, we see God's patience, kindness and goodness. That's the next three fruit we're looking at as part of our, our series on the fruit of the Spirit. So here's an example of what patience, kindness and goodness looks like. And yes, of course, we could say love and joy and peace as well. This is what it looks like in the flesh, in the day-to-day. What we see is a practical example of being led by the Spirit. This is what it looks like to have the fruit of the Spirit show in your life. But first, let's, um, let's see where these three verses fit into what Jesus has been saying. Remember, uh, context, take out the text, and all you're left with is a con. Do you like that? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Write it down. Um, <laughs> so if you don't have a Bible over in front of you, grab your, grab your Bible. And uh, if you've got a Bible from the church, it's page 1038, Luke 18, verse 15. So Jesus has been preaching, we see. And in Luke uh, 18, 9 to 14, what we see is Jesus is preaching against the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees, remember, were those devout religious Jews... They wore all the fancy robes and all that sort of stuff. They were legalistic, and they were people of status, okay, in that, in that society. Now, we're going to come back to that story in a moment, but let's just, just think about this context a bit more. On the other side of the passage we're looking at in a few moments, 15 to 17, on the other side is Luke 18 to 30, and that's the, the, the story of this arrogant rich man. And again, he's a person of status because he's wealthy. And in his pride, he could not give up his wealth to follow Jesus. His God was his money. So he, like the Pharisee, he goes home uh, not friends with God, not justified. Now, sandwiched between these two passages is the one we're going to focus on. Uh, this incident in the middle of Jesus' preaching. He's interrupted, isn't he? He's interrupted. Now, no one likes to be interrupted by children, do we? Um, but here's Jesus being interrupted by children. And, well, he doesn't lose his train of thought at all. That's what I want you to remember. We'll come back to that as well. He doesn't lose his train of thought. He's still preaching, but he's got some nice uh, visual aids who come to see him. So these little children are being brought to Jesus for a, bre- a, a blessing. So probably from the parents, or family members are bringing them along and they ask Jesus who's the teacher the rabbi to place their hands on him or touch him and uh, that's pretty commonplace for teachers and so on but these disciples rebuke these people bringing their babies and children to Jesus children are insignificant what are you doing don't don't waste the teacher's time Jesus has more important things to do, like talk to us, the disciples say. But Jesus insists, he says, Let the little children come to me. Now I want to spend a few moments understanding this passage, because there's a bit more to it. And as we do, what we'll see is God's character in Jesus. We'll see his patience. We'll see his kindness. We'll see his goodness. We'll see that these we'll see what these fruit look like in the flesh in the day to day. Now this incident tells us three truths and you can see these on your outline. It's worthwhile having that open in front of you. If you want to make a comment, the comment card's there. Write a few notes down and so on. Three truths about Jesus and all people. That's the first thing. The second truth about us. And then finally, the third truth about what it means to follow Jesus and be in the kingdom of God. Here's the first one, is that Jesus loves all people, even Children. Remember the song? Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Come with me, please. <laughs> Red or yellow, black or white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Thank you, that was awkward for a while there. Um, <laughs> I only built it out one, one standard in the RDM. Uh, so, this song is true. Song's true. Song gets it right. Uh, Maybe we should sing it. We don't sing it much um, these days. We should. Jesus loves the little children. Actually, in fact, Jesus loves all people. Regardless of social status, young, old, rich, poor, black or white, Jesus accepts people where others do not. That's what Michelle started the service with, didn't she? Um, Jesus hung out with tax collectors, with sinners, with prostitutes, with the down and outs in society. Every person is significant in Jesus' eyes, no matter who you are, no matter what status. Now, children in first century Palestine, where Jesus was preaching and moving around, uh, were insignificant members of society. They were nobodies, nobodies. So their place was to learn Uh, to be respectable, to listen, to be in the background. What does Jesus do? Ah, Jesus shifts them to the foreground, doesn't he? Takes them from there and he shifts them to the foreground, front and centre. That's what he does. Jesus says young people are not an inconvenience or insignificant in God's kingdom and God's church. Now, if I was speaking to the kids here today, and, and certainly something I'd say to them regularly on on a Friday night at Ribs, um, I'd say to them, Jesus loves you. He counts you worthy as worthy candidates like anyone else for the kingdom of God. So, if Jesus loves the little children, well, second point in our outline, so should we. Notice as the disciples rebuked the people, these, probably the parents, bringing their children to Jesus, See verse 16 in, in Luke, um, Luke 18? There's a but. Luke wants us to, Luke who put this gospel together, wants us to see the contrast in the behaviour of Jesus and the disciples, the disciples' unkindness and selfishness. And so Jesus says, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them. In fact, really, in the, in the original language, in the, in the Greek, they're imperatives, they're commands. In other words, it's you let you let them come to me that's what he's saying in fact in Mark's gospel the parallel account in Mark chapter 10 verse 14 Mark records was that Jesus was indignant he was cranky that's what he was he was cranky at these disciples outraged incensed even don't you get it he says to them Young people are part of God's family. They're not lesser citizens. They're not an intrusion into God's church. The kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Jesus loves them. And so Jesus rebukes the disciples by saying, you should love them too. You should welcome them too. Following Jesus, you see, friends, following Jesus and being part of God's kingdom, being part of God's church, in fact, will mean... Accepting others who are not like me. Now, that don't mean me, me, me and you, you know. Uh, it will mean patience, yep. It'll mean kindness. It'll mean goodness. How do we go with that? How do you go with it? Uh, do, do you only love and welcome and include and care for people that are acceptable in your eyes and have the right status? I know sometimes I, found, I find that hard. It's not always easy. In other words, am I making them the same mistake as the disciples are making? Is that That's what we'd be doing, wouldn't we? See, patience, kindness and goodness is not dependent on what someone has done to, to deserve your kindness. Uh, or what someone looks like, or sounds like, or dresses like, or how much money they have, or what job they have, or how old they are. That's not love, is it? Remember a few weeks back, a few weeks back, we, we got uh, that great passage in 1 Corinthians, Corinthians 13, which defines what love is. Remember, there's these these six words: love is patient, and love is kind. Real love is not our love you if. When it comes to the type of love Jesus shows us, the type of love we ought to show others, well, there's no qualifications. Jesus doesn't say, I'll love you if. Now, how do we go with that as a church, let's just say? What would our report card be, maybe, if it came back? When it comes to patience, kindness, and goodness, when we relate to each other, when we're when people are visiting us, when people are checking us out, um, how do we relate to people who don't come to church, so local community, whatever it might be? How do we go? Now, from what I see, I... I I think we're pretty good at it actually the report card will come back pretty well but so we should be so we should be Uh, those who belong to Christ ought to be the group in the community that are known for their patience their kindness and their goodness because we have the spirit of God in us who is patient and kind and who is good We want people to say, ah, that's Robertson Anglican Church. That's the group that loves, accepts, includes all people. That's the group that loves like Jesus. Now, they probably won't say it like that exactly. But um, (laughs) they might say, ah, yeah, well, you know, when I came along for the first time, everyone welcomed me. They listened to me. They they introduced me to other people. They cared for me and they kept caring for me. I kept coming back. Maybe that's your story uh, today. Maybe that's why you've kept coming back. Or, that they, or they might say, well, they were really patient with my kids, even though they were acting like real little so-and-sos. They were really patient with them. My American Christian friends um, uh, love to use the term, extend the hand. You've got to extend the hand, Graham. That's a terrible American accent. <laughs> oh, I try so hard. I need my son. My older son's very good at accents. Anyway, but what they mean is you've got to shake hands. In other words, you've got to greet people. You've got to extend the hand. Uh, maybe some of them these American friends also they, they came from churches where um, they used to hug people to welcome them um, and they even had on yes no bear with me I'm still going it's still going they used to have the, what these called these hug teams so when you came in for the church, church for the first time you'd get a hug right do not touch me thank you very much <laughs> I tried to explain to them um I try to explain to them that, that, that that's not going to work in Australian culture. <laughs> you do that and you won't see them again. Um, and I say, so just no, has to be a Bible length apart. And I'm talking study Bible. This is a big thing. <laughs> um, there's, there's a simple power, of course, in, in, a, in, in the smile, isn't there? When you smile at someone, you're welcoming them. You're, you're treating them with kindness. That's what it communicates um, It communicates kindness and interest and worth. Well, so far, we've seen that this incident is about Jesus. Of course it's about Jesus, but it's about Jesus' character. It's about God's character. It's about the Spirit's character. But it's just as much about coming to Jesus. See, verse 17 says, Be like little children. Now, that's not a phrase that generally sits well with an adult. (laughs) You need to be like little children. What? It's the time I grew up, isn't it? Not like little child. Um, we generally don't like to behave like little children. But let's go back and remember what Jesus has been talking about. So let's go back to uh, Luke 18:9 to 14. It's the passage before our passage. It's the, the parable of the tax collector and the Pharisee who go up to the temple to pray. So the Pharisee, he's this man of status, remember? He's this man of self-importance. He, he rattles off his good works. He rattles off his CV. Look at verse 11 and 12. He fasts, um, in my notes I put fast twice a day. No, no. He fasts twice a week. Twice a day would be impressive. Um, he gives a tenth of all he gets. He's, he's ticking the boxes off. He's, God ought to feel honoured by him praying to, to God. That's his attitude. And then there's a the tax collector. Remember, he, he has no status. He's a nobody, really. He's seen as a leech on society. But he's humble before God. Look at verse 13. But the tax collector stood at a distance, would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And he's mourning. That's what beating his breast is. is He's mourning for his sin. Now, what's the point? Verse 14. I tell you that this man, that's the, the tax collector, rather than the other, the Pharisee, went home justified before God. This is shocking stuff. What? That's what society would think, but he's not the man with status. That's right. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So if you want to be friends with God, if you want to go home justified, right with God, forgiven, then be like the tax collector who comes to God in humility and dependence and not arrogance. And so Jesus says in verse 17 now, Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Do you see the point? You see it? See, the way we come to Jesus is not through confidence in our own righteousness. That's why Jesus started preaching this way anyway. Look at verse 9. Luke explains it very carefully. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus said these things. He told this parable. The way we come to Jesus is in humility and dependence on God like a little child like a little child who holds his parents hands as they cross the road like a little child who who trusts in their parents to feed them and look after them and care for them but you know what's most and truly extraordinary in all this that's really amazing that when we come to Jesus like a little child Jesus accepts us he welcomes us think about you for a minute I'm going to talk to you about me in a moment but think about you he accepts you and all that comes with you all your baggage and welcomes you into God's kingdom you know every day I'm amazed of God's loving kindness that he accepts someone like me true every day really am. God holds on to me and forgives me and accepts me. Uh, he loves me. A sinner who stuffs up, says the wrong things, a bit harsh sometimes, if you know me. Uh, we want to know what God's really like? That's what God's really like. not that incredible? Just extraordinary. And if you come to Jesus, you've got a similar story. That's what God's like. Titus 3, 3-5, to which is up on the screen. Wonderful passage. At one time, we can all re- If you're a Christian person, you can relate to this. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. I, we could easily, I could put this, in, I could rephrase this and say, at one time, I too was foolish, disobedient, enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. I lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. That's fair enough. But when the kindness and love of God our Saviour appeared, He saved us, not because of the righteous things I had done, but because of His mercy. Because of the goodness and kindness of God, we can come to Him and be welcomed. Because of the patience of God, we're able to come to the Lord Jesus and be saved. Jesus shows us what God is like. And God is good. God is patient. God is kind. Jesus shows us that. His death on the cross, which we're going to spend a few moments, in, in, a, in, a, in a few uh, couple of minutes, celebrating that. His death on the cross demonstrates His patience and kindness, most fully, his love. Jesus shows us how to live. (coughs) Let's pray that the fruit of God's spirit, patience, kindness and goodness, the ones we're looking at today, will grow out of us as we belong to the Lord Jesus. As we come to him like a little child, as we grow to be more like the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, that you are a powerful God. Thank you, God, that you are a God who works in our lives. Thank you, Lord God, that you sent your son Jesus to die for us. Lord, we pray that we would come to the Lord Jesus. Maybe today, even for people for the first time. Lord, you know. We pray that we would come to you like a little child and in trust and dependence. And Lord, thank you for your character for who you are, for what you're like, that you love us and accept us with all our issues, with all our problems. Um, Lord, you accept and love sinners. And Lord, we thank you so much for that. We thank you for your patience, for your kindness and your goodness. And we pray, Lord, as we are filled with your spirit, we too can be patient and kind and we can be good. In Jesus' name, amen. Well i give you a few moments to get your, any thoughts together or to make a comment or ask a question. This is our normal if you're here for the first time today. This is what we do each week. Sometimes we, um, we get lots of comments, sometimes we don't, and that's absolutely fine. Don't forget you've got the comment card there to put in the white box at the back um, if you do have a comment. Those comment cards only go to me, by the way. So if you do want to write something that's more personal, only I see it. Um, that's something important to know. Okay, anyone um, haven't got any questions or comments? Things that might encourage other people? Maybe a story to tell? I'll even, I'll even cope with a joke. Uh, <laughs> sorry, an Irishman, an Englishman, no. Any comments, questions? I'm not going to give a long time today because we have got lots to do okay there we go that's all you get oh chris yes you're in <laughs> yeah it nice like yeah it's cool yeah it is really good yeah yeah i'm going to talk a bit about that at the moment actually um uh, about children's ministry but yeah uh it is it's a great a great privilege Yep. thanks chris sometimes, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah it is yeah yeah it is sometimes yeah okay well friends um